0: Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host, Sean Riley. On this episode, we demystify environmental, social, and governance strategies with Tracy Tazarek from Antia Group, a consultancy that helps companies get their ESG house in order. Tracy dives into the seven steps of ESG implementation, explains its impacts on OEMs in the packaging industry, and unravels the complexities of Scope 1, 2, and 3 emissions. Listen in as we discuss how ESG is transforming business and resonating across generations. So with all the fancy introductions out of the way, welcome to the podcast, Tracy.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So you spoke on ESG, and I guess for our our listeners who aren't familiar with it, could you give a brief overview of ESG, um, what it is, what the letters stand for, and then I guess how it is different because a lot of people might confuse it with EHS.
1: Absolutely. So ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, it is a way of looking at how a company, in a sense, goes above and beyond what they do for compliance uh, and actually looks at how they're impacting the environment, the uh, community around them, okay. and their employees. It's not just that compliance piece of health and safety. Okay it goes beyond that to to talk more about impacts to,
0: And that's what the EHS is more of a compliance issue.
1: Correct. So EHS, we're looking at rules and regulations, for example, OSHA and EPA. Okay. They put rules in place to keep our environment safe and to keep our employees safe. ESG knows we're being safe under EHS rules. Now, how are we impacting everything beyond
0: that? Okay. So, When you were just giving your presentation at PMMI's annual meeting, you said that ESG is about a new way of doing business. And by saying that, what what exactly do you mean? And I think you might have mentioned three specific pillars that kind of build upon that.
1: Correct. So uh, the new way of doing business where in the past or currently, we may be looking at how to keep a business sustainable and profitable. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at safety, quality, and efficiency. This new way of looking at business is looking at how to keep a business safe, efficient, and sustainable. Okay. So we're adding in that sustainable piece and uh, how companies can continue to grow and improve.
0: With that being said, I, I see ESG a lot now. Why is it so popular?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why is it so? Why popular? is
0: ESG? Yeah. <laughs> what is what is it that's made ESG the hot? The hot ticket item. So
1: ESG used to strictly be focused on uh, evaluating a company for financial reasons. It was a set of standards that financial experts would look at to evaluate a company and how they would make strategic investment strategies. Now we're seeing more and more stakeholders get involved. Stakeholders, not just on the financial side, stakeholders that would include consumers Stakeholders uh, include the people in the community around a business. So more and more people are getting engaged and are more interested in what a company is doing and how they are impacting the environment and the world around them.
0: Is it a generational thing?
1: It very much can be. We're hearing a lot about how younger generations are looking at companies that they want to support, that they want to work for, uh, and looking at what a company is doing for you know, to the, improve the environment and, and and how they're helping their employees, employee benefits and things like that.
0: So one thing you discussed um, during your presentation was, and I know this is going to be a lot, so hopefully you'll be able to, to pull from your notes or something like that. But what are your seven steps to an ESG strategy?
1: So our seven steps that we look at include sector and market analysis, mm-hmm. current state baseline, conducting a double materiality assessment. Fourth is executive engagement, Fifth is policy commitment and governance. Then we move on to a strategic roadmap and report progress.
0: Those are the seven things that you want to do if you're trying to implement an ESG strategy at your company.
1: Correct. So okay. that are those are the seven steps that our company works through with our with our clients and customers that we have seen be very successful in developing that ESG strategy.
0: Okay. So we are an organization that really targets packaging and processing OEMs. And I know at one point you touched on kind of what is, what's the impact that ESG is having. I, I know that it's a lot of the CPGs are the ones that are doing a lot of the, the front facing things that are ESG based. How is that impacting OEMs and, and how are they adapting to it? Sure.
1: So we're seeing more and more that Requirements are coming out and companies are required to not only look at their own impacts on the environment, but they're needing to look at their whole supply chain. So they're needing to look at um, the suppliers that they use and how those companies are also impacting the environment. So they're looking at their scope one, two and three emissions. Uh They're looking at HR policies and how companies are managing their workforce uh, and they're looking at overall how companies and how the oems potentially are looking at their governance strategies
0: and i think at some point you discussed and i'm actually curious about this because everyone always talks about greenhouse gases and you said that there's scope one, two, and three. Could you break those down for us a little bit before we wrap up?
1: Absolutely. This okay. is one that always confuses me yes. as well. Scope one emissions are those direct emissions that your company produces. Uh-huh. So if you have a piece of equipment that is emitting some sort of air emissions, that's a scope one emission. Uh, that could also include if you have company vehicles, the emissions that those vehicles are producing are part of your scope one emissions so those are your direct emissions scope two would be your indirect emissions that are coming from energy that you purchase okay so your your water bills your energy bills uh, natural gas bills if you have uh, are using natural gas those will all be your scope two emissions so they're indirect but still they're purchased Mm -hmm. by your company scope three then is everything else so it's all of those emissions that come from supply chain so it's looking at your logistics costs uh, and emissions that are produced in moving your product from one place to another and things like that
0: perfect well i want to thank you for taking time extra time after the annual meeting to come on here and give us a little breakdown on esg um so with that thank you tracy for taking time with us today
1: thank you so much
0: Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.